0: Uh, And um, I, born and raised here in the Central Valley, I had the opportunity to travel internationally with a large, well-known humanitarian aid company and smuggle Bibles into Russia and then teach college in Los Angeles, and now I'm a a nerdy insurance agent. But uh, I enjoy helping people, and my passion really is the small business owner because basically they're the background or the backbone of American business, so excellent.
1: How's that for an excellent side so met I met Renee back in 2011 and we were I was working for a company and I was looking for more agents for a Sacramento company and I would just happened to be in LA and uh, I contacted Renee and she was uh still in LA and we so we had we had like a lunch coffee at the Studio City uh California Starbucks now Renee is that off the was that off the the 101 and the 405
0: mm Yeah, close enough for rock and roll. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So I know it was either Panorama (laughs) City or. No, it wasn't
0: Panorama City. It was it was more like. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, Studio City. So when you're for those who do not know what L.A. is like, you can go from city to city in five minutes. And you can say you're in one city and 10 minutes later on the freeway, you pass maybe three or four little towns. So oh it, yeah, it, it, <laughs>
0: when when I when uh when my partner and I moved back up here to the Central Valley, the first thing she said, she's like, "Oh my God, there's space between the cities." It's like, "Yep, there's space between the cities." I thought that was a cute observation after living in L.A. for so many years.
1: Yeah, and and Renee, uh, you used to actually teach in Inglewood and in, in Compton, right? I
0: did, I did. I
1: taught right okay, at the Compton. Tell, tell us about yourself.
0: Well, I taught at uh. University of Phoenix. I also taught for the LA community college system and but with the University of Phoenix I was at 190th between Normandy and Western and anybody who knows LA is like what what were you doing there? I was like having a good time and molding minds not bread molding minds. Now I had a great time. Um, I'm half Assyrian the thing we're all sitting on not Syrian I'm Assyrian. I uh, just go back to when Jonah Was coughed up out of the whale and he went to Nineveh. That was uh, the Assyrian Empire. And my mom was mostly Irish, so I used to tell my students, I have the blood of terrorists on both sides. Don't mess with me. (laughs) So, anyway, half Middle Eastern and half Irish. But um, I really enjoy helping people. I just really have a passion for making sure people get all the benefits that they're that are out there for them i'm a medicare agent right now that's my main source of income and uh, as i've approached medicare age uh, age you know we just get inundated with stuff and i like to take that teaching background and apply it to medicare because it can be so overwhelming you know only in in government parlance would part a b and d equal part c but that's
1: just mm-hmm. the way it rolls. Exactly. So uh, anyway. It, 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 I want to tell a joke real quick. So Renee and I used to meet in Stockton. Oh, yeah. In babe Stockton, eight mile road. There's a Panera Bread. And I used to go there even by myself when I was in the Stockton, uh, you know, Tracy area. And I used to go to this Panera Bread. And sometimes it was like real empty. And for some reason, I would sit down and take out my laptop and drink my coffee and eat my soup or whatever. And these Filipino girls used to always find their way sitting right next to me, even when the place was totally empty, like early in the morning. Oh yeah,
0: yeah. Rick is like a Rick is like a chick magnet, or wherever he goes, people want to sit right next to him. And it's like, I mean, don't go to the beach because don't go to the beach with Rick because you know the beach would be completely empty and he'd have his towel out and somebody would sit like twelve inches away, (laughs) just (laughs) almost like
1: what the. Man, don't I mean, this is so odd because I mean, I was sitting at this place at the, at the Panera Bread, at all by myself in this in this corner, and all these three or four people, and it was like you know Filipino women and a guy, but it was just like, can't you find some place else, else to sit because I'm getting ready to get on the phone and make these phone calls? Right. <laughs> it yeah. So crazy. So crazy.
0: Yeah, it was just very interesting. I yeah I. I don't know. Rick has this wild power over these strange women. I guess I don't know, but uh, no, anyway. no, For
1: specific. It's Filipino women.
0: Ah, Filipino women. Okay, I did not really. So I was thinking about another person that we met up here doing insurance, but I'll just shut up now. Anyway, well, it, but, well,
1: see, the, well, see, the thing is, is, the thing is, is that we never talk. It's just they sit next to me. Yeah, <laughs> that's the point. It's crazy. Well, and maybe like, they
0: feel it. Like, Maybe they feel like you know because you're a big guy and you know you have your combat vet experience and anything else. Thinking, man, if something goes down, this kid can take care of me. This guy, this man. You know.
1: That's what it is, Renee. That's what it is.
0: I think it is. is. I think it is. So let me
1: ask you some questions. So you're here to talk about the employee retention uh, credit. So please, uh, uh, in three in three phases. Number one, tell us what it is. Tell us why it exists. And tell us who qualifies.
0: Well, thank you. Uh, The employer Retention Credit, it was part of the CARES Act that was enacted during uh, during the pandemic. And a lot of small businesses, as we all know, really struggled. I mean, one of my friends opened up a restaurant and then like two months later, the pandemic hit. So they were really hit hard. And when you have a business where people come in and sit down and tip and eat and then order another drink or something and all of a sudden you're takeaway only, not what they call it or out you know take that out. Your, take out yeah I was thinking about the British takeaway but um, it really it really uh, impacted a lot of businesses so the cares Act was enacted to help people with the PPP loans and a lot of small businesses including myself got a PPP loan but a lot of small business owners don't understand or don't realize that the employee retention credit is basically like a grant that they get. It's the tax money that they paid when they had W-2 employees that they kept employed during the pandemic. And it's a, it's a grant. It's taking that money and giving it back to the small business owners, kind of as a reward for you stayed open. You had people who are W-2 employees. This is not 1099. This is not part-time. This is not your, it's not your uh, wife or husband or something. It's got to be at least two non-familial people that are W-2 employees. So it can't be like your your son works for you. Oh, that's a W-2 employee. Well, that's nice, but that won't qualify. All the way up to 500 employees. In fact, I worked with a guy from my church who – um has a hundred employees. He got over it's the, it. Pays up to twenty-six thousand dollars per employee. So even I helped a small business here that only has two employees, and they got a chunk of change to them. It was it's astronomical and life-changing. And then a uh, man I helped out of out of where I go to church. He got over well six figures over a million dollars and that's going to be life-changing for his employees so anyway it's a grant and you can use it you don't any way you want the business owner wants. you don't have to pay it back and there's some criteria a lot of people think let me just say this right quick a lot of people think that you have to have had a um, downturn in profits like oh man we still made money I mean you know, funeral homes made a lot of money, but they can still qualify for this. So it's not that you had a um, loss of profits. If you had social distancing that reduced, reduced your capacity, like like a friend of mine who owned this one particular store, all of a sudden, you know, only certain people could come in. What am I trying to say, Rick? They, you know, they would allow only like 10 people in the store at once. Yes, restrictions, so that it reduced capacity. You couldn't have people shopping reduce the hours of operation supply chain demands i mean i was working with a small um, dental organization they couldn't get toilet paper that's a supply chain demand you couldn't have work site or client meetings like my back office as an insurance agent is in southern california still in anaheim and i couldn't go there for a meeting we had to do everything virtual blah 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 and then if you had distribution delays or suspensions you couldn't get your product from your warehouse out to your out to your clients. So any of these that apply, you can see if you can qualify and and get this this money. But um, do you want me to talk about what sets us apart, or?
1: Well, uh, please uh, let let people know uh, if they start. What is the turnaround time, in in getting? Oh, the
0: turnaround time is months and months and months because you're working with the IRS. So it's not a quick procedure. It's not like, hey, talk to me and we'll get you the money within 30 days. Nope, it it takes a long time because we're we do everything through the IRS. In fact, on our board of directors is the sitting attorney general for the state of Utah. We have a former attorney general on the board of directors. So we do everything very meticulously, very with a lot of ethics, and we, we it's just not whamsy-pamsy. You hear these ads on the radio, hey, see if you qualify. Well, you know what, in my experience, most people are not gonna go to an unknown website and start uploading sensitive documents, you know, all of your employees' records and stuff like that. With Employee with, uh, Employer Retention Credit Specialist, you get your own personal guide who's gonna sit with you in front of your computer not physically with you, but, and help you go through the application and everything else and uh, see if you're going to qualify, see how much time it might take. I mean, it may take like a half a year. It may take three to six months. That's just what it's like to deal with the government, people. But if you know the money's coming, that's pretty cool. So anyway.
1: So please there... let us know, how, how can people contact you? Uh, your website, I have your website link, but do you prefer people to to call you first, or well, it, yeah, you
0: can go to the website link. Um, it's just too hard to like say o- over the
1: yeah, internet, I'll post like. it. I'll post it. Yeah, in the you episode. can post
0: it, or you can also put my email address, renbuyer at gmail dot com. That's r e n buyer b y a r renbuyer at gmail dot com and just put ERC info in the um, subject line or my direct cell number is area code 818-401-3229. And I I have been working with businesses and uh, my company has been working with businesses basically from two employees all the way up to 500. That's the criteria. So somebody has a manufacturing business or something. They need this, and this money can really be um, a life changer for for a small business. I've been working with a lot of dairies and things like that. You don't think about it, but I mean, the cows needed to be milked and <laughs> taken care of even during the pandemic. And where I live here in Turlock, California, is right down the street from Hillmar Cheese Factory. So you got to milk milk the cows and then get the milk to the cheese factory and then make the cheese and get it out there. So it's just it's just um, you know, this is a whole chain of events and if I can help any small business, I would be honored to. Again, I am not motivated by just making making ducats or whatever they call money. I was I almost said something in a Syrian. Anyway, but I'm I really am motivated by trying to help people and try to realize their worth as small business owners.
1: Excellent, excellent. So Renee, I want to thank you. you you're more than welcome to to hang out uh, with us if you like if you got the time and uh, Jaylene are you still there
0: thank you Rick oh I just want to say thank you so much for this opportunity you're a great guy and anybody who works with Rick is working with the best and this is coming from somebody I taught marketing and uh, PR and things like that on the college level so I recognize somebody who's really gifted and Rick is I think he needs to be a professor, but he is kind of a professor in his own right. But anyway, I, I will probably sign off in a little bit. I've got a Yorkie staring at me who wants to, you know, go O-U-T. But anyway, but I'll hang out for a while. But thank you again.
1: Yeah, we need to, we need to hook up at, at Panera Bread. And don't oh, bring yes, definitely.
0: Food. Oh, gosh, that is so funny.